How's it going, you beautiful bastards? Today, uh, we're going to talk about multiplayer games in their current state and uh, how they've just changed and not for the better. And I did this for modern gaming in a nutshell, which is basically just half-assed multiplayer games with no story. I mean, look at the difference uh, night and day between Titanfall 1 and Titanfall 2, where they learned their lessons of what they did wrong with Titanfall 1, and then they made Titanfall 2 with a story, a better multiplayer, just a better game all around, and unfortunately EA had them release that game at the worst possible time when I think um, Advanced Warfare and Battlefield 1 came out, which was just the worst fucking time for it. Or was it Infinite Warfare? I think it was Infinite Warfare and Battlefield 1 came out at the same time, and then Titanfall 2. So you have the two biggest shooters in the world, and then you're throwing out Titanfall 2, which is the successor to a failure of a game. And... Um, the thing with a lot of multiplayer games nowadays is remember when you used to boot up like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and uh, Cold, uh, let's just say Call of Duty World at War, which is my favorite Call of Duty, and you just get in, you would go to multiplayer, and you would just play the fucking game. There was no, nothing popping up that would be like, hey, want to buy these really retarded skin packs to make your character look like they're not a soldier at all and to break everyone's immersion in the game? Buy this for 25 fucking dollars. And then these things will just constantly pop up, especially every single time you go into uh, you go into Call of Duty now. It's like, oh, Battle Pass, Battle Pass, Battle Pass, buy the Battle Pass, buy the Battle Pass. And I understand in a way that they're not charging you for new maps or anything anymore. But um, here, here's the reason that I'm kind of sad that they got rid of the, the season pass. Um, one, they're not making content that's even remotely good. I mean, Modern Warfare's content was half-assed. I'm glad they, they added definitely a lot more content in their early days than Cold War has, but it was half-assed, and it's, it's Cold War's is even more half-assed, but there's less of it. And um, the thing is, is that it's not like they're not making the same ex exact money as they were with the season passes. I mean, people buy skins because they're like, oh, I want to be different, and I don't understand that. Why will people buy skins in a game that will be just... That's going to be um, outdated in a year. Like, yes, more people play Modern Warfare than Cold War, and that's obvious with matching times and everything, but the thing is, your game is going to be outdated eventually. Let's, let's just talk about people who have shelled thousands of dollars in the TF2 items. That game is... Your items are still valuable. It's the same thing with people who play CSGO. There are knives in CSGO that cost thousands of dollars. The thing is, though, is you can't trade skins in Modern Warfare and Cold War. You can do that in CSGO and TF2, which is why I'm okay with that. But guess what? Those games are also fucking free to play. Yes, CSGO wasn't for the longest time, but CSGO was only 15 bucks with a lot of content, and TF2 is free to play with a lot of content. And uh, both of these games go hand-to-hand. -hand. They have a huge community, and uh, there's a lot of items and everything that you can sell, and they both have hackers. But yeah, you know, just like Call of Duty. But um, significantly cheaper, and the skin packs for TF2 and CSGO are significantly cheaper and your skins are actually worth money. Where in Modern Warfare, you just buy it and it's stuck on your account and the only way to actually sell your skins is if you sell your account and it's not going to be worth how much you spent on it because no one cares. Like, um, it, it's just dumb. And, like, a lot of games are doing this nowadays and I kind of blame Valve for the whole loot box thing because it was really Valve that started it because a lot of companies looked at how much money they could make with it, which is exactly why Valve keeps updating CSGO because they just make so much money off of it. The same thing with TF2, except they don't even update TF2. Yeah, loot boxes make a lot of money because people are dumb. They have $2.50 and they're like, oh, this isn't a lot of money. And then they buy like 50 keys with it, not realizing how much money two, $2 times 50 is, which is 100 bucks plus the 50 cents. So that's like $125, $150, I think. 
No, 125. So you have people that are constantly doing this. And, of course, Valve and everyone makes a lot of money. And then, of course, CSGO and TF2. Well, CSGO is huge. Like, case opening videos are huge on um, on YouTube to a point where we have had laws made over it because of people like Syndicate who like to abuse children for their money because he's a scumbag piece of shit. Um which is also another thing that's just happened to the gaming community. A lot of people are just out there for money, and a lot of games are just out there for money, and they're not being exactly honest with what they're putting out. Let's talk about the whole uh, Cyberpunk 2077 thing, um, which they're, I really hope they're not focusing on multiplayer, but this is what I'm going to talk about. I guarantee you Cyberpunk 2077's multiplayer is going to try to be as much of like a Grand Theft Auto V but in first person than anything. And I guarantee that. And the game is fucking, and the game's fucking broken. And they already said the game's gonna have microtransactions and shit. And uh, that's another thing too. Companies are already saying that their games are gonna have microtransactions before the game comes out. It's like, oh yeah, uh, by the season pass, uh, we've got DLC for the game on the way that will be coming out two weeks after the game comes out. Like, you have DLC coming out two weeks after the game comes out. Does that mean like that should be included with the game? Because it really seems like that should be included with the game. And um, with these multiplayer games, too, and the reason I say that this has changed is mostly because it's, it, 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 we're getting less content as games come on and on. I mean, go look at Halo 5. Personally, I really enjoyed Halo 5's multiplayer. I think it was actually pretty good, and I think a lot of people who played Halo 5 would think Halo 5's multiplayer is good. But that game is riddled with loot boxes. What says Halo more than fucking loot boxes, right? And uh, not being able to get weapons unless you unlock the weapon in a loot box that allows you to get cards to use it once. So if you die in the multiplayer match, you lose it. Or you can spawn in tanks and stuff in the wars in the war map. It's like what? <laughs> like what? That makes absolutely no sense to me. Like why why would we do this? But whatever. It, people pay for it and they make money off of it, I'm sure, and uh 343 will just continue the ruin Halo as a franchise and um I hope the new Halo that I've already forgotten the name of is uh is a good game. Because I never really played Halo 5, and I never really played Halo 4. I played Halo 5's multiplayer, and I played Halo 4's multiplayer, but I never played the campaign to both games. I'll have to do that eventually and do my own evaluation on it and everything, but... Multiplayer has really changed. I mean, I, I would prefer us to go back to the days of Call of Duty where you spent $15, or, you know, a total of, like, $50 on a season pass... And you got all these maps and everything, and the game was filled with stuff. And to all the people that are like, oh, well, that segregates the community because there would be people that doesn't buy it. It's like, I, I don't give a shit about those people. If you can't shell out $50 for extra content, then that's your fucking problem. Or uh, maybe, just maybe, these studios should put a little bit more effort into their $60 games. Because let's, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the content that came out with Cold War. It was fucking nothing. We got one half-assed zombies map and, like, five fucking maps. And, of course, we had Nuketown that was made on every other game engine. Every game that Black, like since Black Ops that Treyarch has made has had Nuketown in it. And um, this Nuketown, out of all the Nuketowns that I've played on, even Nuketown fucking on Call of Duty Mobile, this is the worst Nuketown I've ever touched in my entire life. Why is that? Like, seriously, why, why the fuck is that? Why is it the worst Nuketown ever? People can just shoot you through walls. I don't remember people camping this much, but then again, the Call of Duty community has changed. And that's another thing about multiplayer, too. It seems like everyone is playing even casual games competitively. And the only games that people should be taking seriously, like Rising Storm Vietnam, uh, aren't being taken seriously. Like, I, uh, Squad is a tactical first-person shooter, and I have met more fun people in that than I have met in Call of Duty. I've met more of my friends in Squad 
in games like Escape from Tarkov, which is a very serious game, and Rising Storm Vietnam, which is supposed to be a serious game, than I have in a casual game of Call of Duty. Why is it that the casual games are being filled with these people that are like, oh, I gotta have like the 52 KD. Meanwhile, you play squad, somebody gets shot, and they scream, medic, in the most funniest way possible, like they don't care that they just got shot. Oh, yeah, that's right, because there's no KD tracking in that game, and squads just played the meant to be fun. Same with Rising Storm Vietnam, where you're just gonna die over and over again, but you get to scream at the enemy team, and you get to talk in local chat just like squad, and it's just a lot of fun. Of course, there are people that take squad very seriously and there's also servers for people who take squad way more seriously and that's the funny thing when it comes to call of duty too because isn't, isn't there a competitive playlist um but also another thing call of duty shooting itself in the foot with skill-based matchmaking i can kind of get it in a sense to why they would want to do that but at the same time they did it in like such a shitty way so like who cares uh anyways everybody hope you guys are having a good day and i'll see you in the next podcast goodbye